again. Thank you so much for tuning in to the latest episode of the Spark Now podcast. And if you're watching on YouTube, thank you for watching. And please remember to press subscribe. On this episode, I want to talk about arguing. And I know in the past I mentioned, you know, uh, I talked about communication and how to properly communicate while arguing. This time I want to give you guys a few more tips about what you can do and how you can utilize them the next time you do have an argument. So no matter what, no matter how great your relationship is, no matter who you're with, you're going to fight with them. That's normal. There's definitely going to be a situation that comes up that's either going to make you annoyed and angry and or it's going to make them annoyed and angry then you two are going to have to sit there and figure out and problem solve together now keep in mind arguing is totally healthy for any couple if a couple tells you oh we don't argue we never argue at all that's a big sign that they're not really i don't know that, that that's just a big false uh, alarm you know you want to remember arguing is totally normal it's totally healthy for couples but like we always say it's not what you argue about necessarily but it's how you argue and if you remember from my previous podcasts or uh, blog posts, you know, I told you guys that I'm very stubborn and my husband's very stubborn too. So a lot of times when we would get stubborn, you know, we would kind of butt heads. I would always win, but you know, it's never good to argue that way. Here are a few strategies that I put together for you guys, just a little list that you can remember next time you're arguing. I know that when you're arguing, you're not going to sit there and go, oh, the list, let me remember the list, but try your best to remember these things. So number one, keep your voices down inside level. You know, you don't need to whisper because no one can argue and whisper at the same time. That'd be weird, but you need to keep your voices down. Think about any time that you've been around somebody and they start to raise your voice. The second that someone starts to raise your voice, you're probably thinking, okay, I'm not even hearing the words coming out of your mouth anymore. I'm just listening to the fact that you're raising your voice. And it's true. You know that's true. And if you start to raise your voice, that's what's going to happen as well. If you're arguing about something that's, you know, and it's making you really angry, you start raising your voice, the, the words coming out of your mouth are no longer being heard. It's just the level of your voice and how loud you can both get. And eventually it's going to turn into a competition of how loud you guys can get instead of actually problem solving. Number two. Do not interrupt. I repeat, do not interrupt. While you guys are having a conversation or while you're arguing, okay, they're gonna say things, not purposely to make you mad, but they're gonna express how they feel. And while they're expressing how they feel, they might say something that you disagree with. They might say something that you've done. Let's pretend that you did something and in your world, that's okay, but in their world, it's not okay. If they're expressing that, hey, didn't like that you did that, you can't immediately jump in and be like, no, 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 well, I did this because of the, no, no, no. Do not interrupt, you cannot interrupt. You know what happens to you? How angry do you get? You feel so upset when someone interrupts you. In my mind, when somebody interrupts me, it translates to, Dana, what you have to say doesn't matter. I really don't care, I'm not listening. And they're not really concerned about how I feel, they're just concerned about them and they think that they're right and that's it. So do not waste your time and interrupt. Number three, not, not six, three, stick to facts only. So many times we get into arguments with somebody and you're, you don't stick to the facts. You, you stick, you like, I feel like like 10% of the argument is a fact and then like the 90% is just opinions and feelings and well, I mean, of course you express your feelings, but it's just opinions and, and just things that are just fluff that are just wasting your time and getting in the middle of the actual resolution. So for example, if Jason ate my last piece of cheesecake, which he actually did that once, 
And I got so upset with him, he hid in the bathroom. He locked himself in the bathroom for, it was probably like a solid 30 minutes. But anyways, so let's pretend I have another cheesecake, which I do have a cheesecake sitting in the fridge right now, and I'm gonna eat it before he gets home. So if I get home and my cheesecake's gone because he ate it, I can't come home and say, you are a selfish human being, you are lazy, you are all these things. You know, I can't throw my opinion out at him. I can argue with him and say this. I'm not happy that you ate my cheesecake. That's it, stick to the facts. Enough with your opinions, enough with everything else. Stick to the facts only. Number four, don't name call. Don't do it. In my opinion, somebody who name calls is just the most disrespectful, type of human. I don't even wanna, see, I hate name calling so much, especially when it's between two people who are in a relationship. I don't even wanna call you a human being because I feel like you're such an insult to what the human race is if you're gonna sit there and have the nerve to call your partner's names. That is such a disgusting, disgraceful thing to you. If you ever call your partner, whether it's the man or the woman, I think that both uh, both sides are whatever, are gonna be held, should be held accountable. If you're ever gonna sit there and look someone you love in the eyes just because they made you angry and you're gonna call them a name, you are officially the scum of the earth and you need to take care of yourself properly. You need some sort of evaluation because anybody who feels that comfortable calling you names, you're a waste of space, you're a waste of breath, and you're a waste of egg and sperm. That may seem a little extreme to you guys, but I just, I think people who call names are just disgusting. And that's me calling names, would you look at that? Shame on you, Dana. But you get what I'm saying. Don't ever call names, stick to your names. And if you don't, if you're so angry that you don't wanna call like sweetheart, honey, baby, anything like that, stick to the birth name. Whatever's on the birth certificate. Instead of Jason saying, you know, baby, I'm really mad at you for this, he could just go, Dana, you get what I'm saying? Don't name call. Number five, acknowledge the issue your partner is having. Don't make them feel silly or go out of your way to try to make them feel stupid for being upset over what they're upset about. If they have to sit there and if they get it in their head that they absolutely have to have a certain argument or conversation with you about something you've done, don't make them feel like, wow, you're really gonna get upset about that? Yes, I'm gonna get upset about that. That's why I'm bringing it up to you. Don't make them feel silly or stupid for being upset. You wouldn't want someone to, to do the same to you. And if they're telling you these things, this is probably a behavior that you should change anyways. Because in your mind, you might not be doing something wrong, but in reality, you probably are. And they might not be the only person feeling this way, even though we're talking about relationships, but you kind of get what I'm saying. Number six, if things get too heated, so if you're both just sitting there and you're talking and you're trying really hard, but things are getting too heated, stop the conversation and go on a walk. Remove yourself from each other. Take a break. Take a 20 minute walk around the neighborhood or you know, if, if 20 minutes isn't long enough, that's fine, I understand how that feels. Get in your car, drive somewhere, go to the grocery store, get some errands done. Do something like, take an hour, a couple hours away. You wanna separate yourself and you wanna gather your thoughts and you wanna calmly be able to think. You know, those first few minutes or the first, you know, whatever that you're gone, you're gonna be so angry, like I'm gonna kill him, I'm gonna kill her, I hate them so much, blah, blah, blah. And then after a while, when you calm down, you're like, okay, you go from here back down to here and you're able to calmly reassess the issue. Maybe think about what you said that helped get it to that point and then think about what they said that got it to that point. And you can get back together when you're done and calm and then continue this argument in a calm way without it getting overheated again. That's gonna lead to World War III. 
Number seven, compromise. Let's face it guys, you're in a relationship now. Those days where you were single and selfish, which were the good old days, but guess what? You're not single and selfish anymore. You have to compromise. Not everything's going to be your way. If you want so badly to eat at this Japanese restaurant over here, but they've been dying to eat that, that Italian restaurant over there, sometimes you might have to compromise. Okay, well we had Japanese three days ago, so now we have to get Italian food. You get what I'm saying? You have to compromise. You don't ever want to be in a stuck in a relationship where one person's always on top and the other person's just always kind of giving in. And you also have to look for the signs when somebody's giving in because a lot of times you might think that you're compromising, but a lot of times, no, you're not compromising. The other person's just so sick of arguing and just so upset that they're just like, all right, whatever, let's just do what you want. So you have to compromise. Get rid of your selfishness in these situations. Sometimes it's okay to be selfish, but in this situation, you need to keep in mind, you're in a loving, committed relationship together. You both have to compromise. Number eight, come up with a resolution and stick to it. After you guys have talked about the conversation, come up with a solution to the problem and how to avoid the issue ever happening again or to try to avoid it from happening again, stick with your resolution problem. Don't go back and change it. Like I mentioned, you know, a few seconds ago, you have to compromise. Maybe you compromised a couple of things that you weren't too fond of and maybe your partner had to compromise a few things as well. But unfortunately, that's just the life of relationships. You're both gonna have to deal with the fact that you might not necessarily enjoy too much of the resolution in this point or, or whatever your plan is to avoid this, you have to stick with it. You don't want to go back and revise. Once the book is, you know, finished writing, edited, made in the hard copy, then then put in the stores, you can't call them up and say, hey, I want to take everything back and revise. No. Once your plan is set in place, you must stick with it and just suck it up. Even if you're not too fond of it, just stick with it. Number nine, allow your partner to express all of their emotions and when they're expressing their emotions accept them so if your partner has to come up to you about something or maybe you guys are arguing about something and let's just say that they just burst into tears maybe you're the type of person who gets frustrated by that or you think it's a little unreasonable you cannot sit there and tell them why are you crying why are you this why are you that clearly something is making them so frustrated that they just they lose control and they start crying. And yeah, I know some people are just crybabies and cry like that, but you still just, you don't wanna be that butthole who's just, oh, how dare you keep crying, all that stuff, no. You wanna allow them, give them an open free space as you would want the same respect to yourself. Allow time to express your emotions. And when they do express their emotions, don't criticize them, don't make them feel bad or stupid for doing it. Sit there. Hold their hand, touch their shoulder, let them know that you are there for them, everything is going to be okay, and that is a safe place for them to express their emotions. Number 10, stick to only the current event that you're talking about. I'm so guilty of bringing up something Jason did five years ago that he doesn't even remember. Just because he repeated it now, like he farts in the sheets and puts them over my head on accident, you know? Like I can't bring it up the one time he did it five years ago, I have to talk about the situation right here. Like, Jason, you farted and you, what is it, boxed me, you shadow, you hot box, is that what it's called? Yeah, hot box, I can't talk about something he did five, the hot boxing he did five years ago. I can only stick to the current event. Don't bring up anything else other than what you're talking about at that exact moment. Number 11, do not use absolutes. 
never use the word, never, <laughs> never use the word, you always do this, you're always lazy, you're always this unreasonable, never say those words. Don't say never, you never clean up for me, you never take me out to dinner. Don't use absolute words like that because that's just only going to add more tension and you're kind of just telling them you're always a useless piece of crap. No, use different words that are only talking about that exact moment and not an absolute. Number 12, when you're speaking to them, only talk about how, what action made you feel as an individual. Not, don't attack them. Don't go, you this, you that. Say, I feel this when this happened. So speak about how something affected you, and, like as an individual, instead of sitting there and just like spearing like, you, you, you this, you that, blah, blah, blah. It's not gonna work, it's never going to work, and it's just unproductive. So those are all the tips I have for today for the next time you get into an argument. Remember, arguing is super healthy for any relationship. There's nothing wrong with arguing, but it's just how we argue. Next time you get into an argument with your significant other, try to remember these tips. It might be hard to remember them. Maybe you just wanna print them out, put them somewhere, I don't know. But try your best to remember these tips so the next time you get into an argument, Instead of it leading to World War III, you could just have a productive uh, solution to your problem and continue your, continue your wonderful life together. That's all I have for today. I hope you guys have a wonderful, fabulous day, and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the latest episode of the Spark Now podcast. I would love if you guys could follow me on social media just to see what I'm up to on a day-to-day -day basis. My Instagram handle, my personal Instagram handle is Dana Lynn Spark, and my business one is Spark Now, and you can also find me on Facebook at Spark Now. I hope you guys have a great day, and I'll talk to you soon.